Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Danny J. Quick. And Morgan Iverson was good. And we are back with another episode of the Super Shorts Podcast, where we tell superhero short stories. The best. All of them. Um, yo, man, we appreciate you y'all hanging out with us this long. Um, this is episode seven, um, and we're almost coming to a close. I think we got two more left after this one, and then we might do a, a wrap-up episode, you know, talking about the whole season. But, um... We haven't decided yet, so <laughs> we uh, random. We we just do. We just you know how we do. We just do random stuff. So um, if y'all follow us on on Twitter or Instagram or or TikTok, you know, um, hit us up and let us know what you're thinking so far. And um, yeah, you if know, you're not following us. How dare you? How dare you? You should definitely be Damn. following um, Lumberjacks and the Ace Blade on on all social media devices how dare you how dare you um but this episode um number seven um this one is kind of cool because we kind of introduce a a new villain you know she's i'm not gonna spoil it because but she's been okay so we just gonna we're gonna go into it because more i see i get in trouble because i always spoil stuff do not tell this guy any essential information about anything. But because he will tell everything for no reason. It's because there's no, not even a reward involved. It's, it's because like, I get Yo, I get excited I'm about the stories. I get I get excited about the stories not and I like to talk about them. So, but um, also shout out to the goat, the legend, Tommy. Tommy Adeyemi. Yes. Um, I didn't realize when we started this this season, both of us had just finished the second. I love you, Tommy. Jesus, this dude. Somebody get Morgan, please. Somebody please get this dude. But uh, the 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 second season. After we finished the second season, we both read. Well, Morgan had actually already read. Um, what is it? Children, uh, Children of Virtue and Vengeance. Her second book in the um in the series that started with Children of Blood and Bone. And um, I just finished it up, but we we really enjoy the way that she writes from um, first person pers- perspective and how intimate it is and how you get to literally hear what the characters are thinking. And um, I think the most interesting to me that I give a lot of credit for is the fact, like, if you're writing from that from the perspective of the inside of the character. You feel like, as a writer, you'll feel like you'll lose some of the element of surprise and stuff like that. But she's able to still wrap it in ways that you don't lose that because you need to see how the character is going to react to the information. Because what happened, the character doesn't know the information. I remember listening to one of her interviews and she talked about the, how that that it was. It's not like it's easy for her either. She had to work through it, and and I think she said in the first when she did Children of Blood and Bone, I think she said she did like forty something revisions mm. and then by the time she got done she did the second one I think she only did four I would quit yeah, well but she works her tail off that's another reason she wanted the spirit animals and I you know I'm trying to conjure that Tommy energy you know what I mean so hey man marry you this bruh go alright um, I'm about to kick Morgan off the the whole podcast um <laughs> about to kick Morgan off the entire podcast and um but that's cool. That's cool. But we just wanted to give a shout out to her because um, she's doing great work. And uh, we both were literally inspired um, to, to continue our our short stories and continue writing um, because of what we read that she um, 
that she put out so anyways here we go um episode seven this one is called mind reader and um i'm not gonna spoil it by telling you but i'm just gonna read it and we hope you enjoy it primitive no matter how far we advance these puny bodies still limit us to these inconsequential tasks soon i'll never have to deal with these headaches or trivial pursuits of all these children on campus only five are even worth taking the time to develop in two short weeks as a substitute i've been able to categorize select and segregate the ripe fruit among these bad seeds even in a place like this and in a time with opportunity all around them the future generation only hopes to gain celebrity and monetary credential with their peers. Followers and status are all they can focus their tiny minds on for more than a fleeting moment. Occam and Darwin will weed them out, but these few beacons will create a wide breadth for humanity to push forward through. This king's gambit would be unnecessary only months ago, but even I cannot defeat Mother Time. Jackson and Terrell will not save this world, their emotions cloud their intentions from the true path they must take. They would only lead these young acolytes to their doom through this avenue. But for now, an introduction will suffice. These five vivid beacons will follow the brightest light into the future. A light can only prove its luminescence by piercing through the surrounding darkness. It's a shame that I must sacrifice these few for the many. Aha! Uh -huh. Right on time. Mr. Johnson could not maintain his mortgage without a sudden influx of cash. His marriage wouldn't survive the embarrassment of foreclosure. Only the decomposing fertilizer would even consider buying his drugs. The world won't miss them, but their mindless rage would allow me to escape unscathed. By now, Jackson will have realized that this strain of a drug is enacting a carnage similar to the one he experienced during Mardi Gras. He won't pursue me, even if his curiosity is piqued. Terrell, on the other hand, I have to create another diversion for him. That bloodhound will search until he finds his bone. I can see them both across the field. By now, Terrell has gotten enough information to find me. Now is not the time to be in prison. Ace Blade will expose my powers if he finds me. Please, mister. I promise I'll explain later. A single seed of doubt can grow a forest of mistrust. I can see my seed take root as they head in the opposite direction. Now there's only one piece left. Miss Anne! The bold young woman's voice brings a smile to my face. Yes, babe? I turn around and Arya stares into my eyes before they feel like little pools of water. She collapses into my chest and I hug her like her mother never could. Drugs and gambling has done a number on this little community. Absentee parents leaving gaping holes in their children's lives. If only they knew their potential. Aceblade got us out of the troopers' hands, and the other dude grabbed me. She takes a deep breath and begins to sob. I thought he was gonna kill us. It's okay, baby. The police are here now. Aceblade and that lumberjacks fellow are gonna have to handle it. Let's get you back to your teacher. Can I just stay with you, Miss Anne? She interrupts. Well, baby, I'm your substitute. Miss Anne, you're the only teacher in this stupid school who really cares about us students. There's no way anybody's going back to class after this. You're probably right. I feign a look of confusion as Ace Blade and Mystic charge past. They've circled the entire field that quickly. There's no way they will get a clear look at me at this speed. Well, I'm, I'm 
you're headed towards downtown, get your mom and dad on the phone and I'll drop you off at home, okay? Yes, ma'am. Her excitement is electric. She races around to grab the handle of the door as I press my key fob to unlock it. Only once, though, as not to alert Jackson or Terrell to our departure. They've got enough to deal with right now. Screams ricochet through the field as seven former students mindlessly tear at each of their former classmates. I look back over my shoulder as I crank my car. There's a beauty in this scene's hysteria. It all went accordingly to plan. So far. Do you still remember where my house is? Aria squeals as she buckles her seatbelt. I, I think so. It's over by the park, right? She nods. You have to help me when we get close. You know you could just use the GPS, Miss Ann. She pauses. You know my grandma's name was Ann. She was so sweet. I know, baby. Huh? I know I can use the GPS, but I'll keep trusting this old brain until it lets me down. I look over at her and I can see the sleep forming right in her eyes. She holds back a yawn as her eyelids get heavier. You okay, baby? Whew. Yes, ma'am. All that excitement must have drained me. It's okay, baby. Go on, take a nap. I look up as the officers investigate the car. I lift my temporary staff badge and they wave me through. I thought I could be a superhero someday. Arya lets her real fear slip under her breath. I know, Arya, it's scary when these criminals are all over the world, but we have to keep being strong. No, I thought... I thought I could actually be a hero like Ace Blade. I thought I could... She stops. You still can. You could be anything you want in this world. Come on. Say it. I know you trust me enough, young woman. The only way this works is if you do. I was so scared. She stutters. Miss Anne. I... I have powers. There it is. Her light brown irises shoot to the corner of her eyes shyly. She cowers from my reaction. We all have powers, baby. You don't have to be scared of. No. Her little seedling finally reaches the surface. I have powers. She holds her hands out and a gentle white light appears in her palms. A gentle breeze pushes through my coarse hair and the light fades back out. Aria closes her palm and clutches her fist together against her belly. Beautiful, baby. Her confused timidity transforms into a shy grin. Her eyes dart down towards her hands. You could find an amazing use for those powers. You're gonna save us all someday. You really think so? There she is, a beautiful flower. Her tired eyes well up and a spark of confidence ignites inside of her. Yeah, baby. As a matter of fact, since this is my last week of school, I can find somebody to train you. I nod and return my eyes to the road. That would be awesome. You really are the best, you know? Perfect. The smile on my face is real for both me and her. This is how the world should be. It makes the past two weeks of sitting in this junk pile worth it. I look over as Arya lays her head on the window and yawns again. Thanks, baby. Go ahead and get some rest. I'll wake you up when we get to your house. Get your rest indeed, young one. Tomorrow you will wake up to a new world of possibilities.